Welcome to Unwind Financial, where we talk about all things health and wealth to educate, inspire, and liberate. My name is John Savage, and I'm doing another episode. My wife is not here with me. I'm doing some recordings today, and she is um, still with the ladies, but just wanted to um, acknowledge my beautiful wife, Mrs. Savage, who she'll be with us this week later on some more podcasts. And I love her input and her voice and how we tag team back and forth together. Thank God for her. So I just want to acknowledge my beautiful bride. Um, So today we're going to be talking about where's your money. So it's not just about money, but it's about guidance, wisdom, insights, and just want to encourage everyone today. And uh, you know what? Let me stop real quick. Just want to pray. Just want to thank the Father because the opportunity to be able to share these podcasts um, and just learn and grow and doing this is a, a blessing. There's so much going on in our world right now, and I don't take this for granted. Um, we have a lot of things planned for the year, and um, we're excited just to be able to share just in our small way a part of a greater puzzle to help our brothers and sisters all throughout the world. So just... Um, Pray that you guys get something out of this, that there's some kind of nugget of insight, wisdom, knowledge, something that you can use uh, for yourself. With that said, let's get started. So where's your money? Right now, there's a lot going on in our society. We're seeing a lot of things on the news and, and listening to different people and researching from Robert Kiyosaki to hearing about the Ripple case with the SEC and, um, it's been very interesting. Uh, there's a lot of things going on in our world. Uh, the banks and JP Morgan and all these other companies, um, they're dealing with things. They're filling the pinch. Uh, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, uh, U.S. Bank, so many banks, even the credit unions. Our world is filling it. And we're in California. So where we live, we're in California. Uh, I am a money coach. I do financial counseling. Uh, working with EAP plans and also through our nonprofit Living Well Community Foundation under Unwind Financial. I just want to encourage people and just give them hope and just like just one thing I remember, yes, we operate off a currency, the financial system and the American financial system, the reserve dollars that used to be known as we know that is um, unfortunately coming to an end in so many ways and has already been dismantled, if you will. Um, we need to take control of our own finances as much as we're able to. Yes, there's things happening in our society where um, we don't have any control over. And uh, and it's it's tough, just like we're experiencing even as well, where the gas prices have gone up uh, well over a dollar just a week, last week and a half. It's amazing. At one point, I was watching it go up at least 10 cents a day over last week. And it took a pause, it looks like, of this weekend. But we don't want to look at those things because it can be easy to look at all the negative or things that aren't right and things that we're not able to control. But indirectly, we can. We might not be able to go to Shell gas station and say, hey, you know, $25 billion a quarter or whatever they're making at this point. Can we have some of that? Of course, that's not going to happen. Forget it. You know, there's profits, there's power, there's all kinds of things happening. But what I will say is this being aware of these things it's not to complain it's not to just fuss or even expect the government to do everything for you there are a lot of hard working people and trustworthy people that are in government at all levels federal state local and they are really doing their best we don't hear about all of them 
by any means, but I just want to commend them and thank them for what they do on all levels of government. And also entrepreneurs, I'm entrepreneur, small business owners, um, you feeling the pinch. Uh, we're all feeling a pinch in some way. I just had to go through a whole process that uh, got some assistance with, but got through it, dealing with some things with the SBA. Uh, a lot of people are dealing with that and still dealing with it that I know. Um, it's been tough. Gained a lot of insight through this process, and I'm grateful for what has come to pass and, and came to completion for us. Um, it was a great experience, a great learning experience, and that's something we could talk more about later. But I just want to encourage all of you with where your money is at. So you don't have to be a financial expert. Uh, no one knows it all. Even the smartest people in the world don't know it all. If they did, they wouldn't be constantly commentating and sharing their thoughts and constantly reading and updating and even shifting their money uh, from one account to another. But I just want to go over some brief summary tidbits. So right now for economic system, I would say don't keep all your money in the bank or in the credit union, but don't take all of it out either. We don't walk in fear. We walk in faith, we walk in courage, we walk in that spirit that so many people have in this country that is strong. So I wanna encourage you, there's things that you can do. Know where your money's at, do some kind of budget, even if you do a basic budget, put down all your expenses, both your fixed expenses, your irregular variable expenses that change. If you're using credit cards, don't use the credit cards as much as you normally would. Cut your expenses where they're necessary. First, focus on making sure you have things secure with your basic financial situation. And then see what overage you have left. Are you putting money automated or, or manually? However, it works best for you to keep track of it. Are you putting money away in emergency savings? I've talked to a lot of people who did a great job and they worked with what they have because we all have an amount we're working with. And it saved them from many hardships, but they're having to build it back up. But they had a plan. And that's what I like to tell people, no matter what's going on, no matter what you might have to use, having that plan is going to save you from many hardships or challenges or even stress and anxiety and not thinking through things more carefully as things continue to evolve. And there's going to be some more challenges. And I'm expecting gas prices in California here. I've seen some actually already reach about $7 when I was driving by this weekend. So I'm expecting that. You know, I plan for the best, but also, you know, expect the best, but planning for the worst or more tumultuous times. And I do believe there are more tumultuous times coming. And so you want to do what you can do to help navigate where you can cut costs. If you've already cut costs, what are your gift skills and abilities? What are your talents you have to bring in extra income? Especially if you know you can bring in extra income, um, look at your time. You don't want to exhaust yourself either. This is a time where we want to protect our health even more. So um, if you're dealing with allergies, I've dealt with some of that even right now. But um, I try to get ahead of it. And I was forced to this week with homeopathy. So things you can do, there's homeopathy, some natural things. Uh, doing the best you can. Uh, asking questions. Always asking questions. You can never go wrong. So wherever you're at, whatever your situation is, if you're concerned about resources where you're at in your state and city, um, ask people questions, ask them about their inventory, what they'll be getting in, uh, what they're kind of planning or seeing. If you have some concerns, wherever you're shopping at, you'll be amazed at some of the insights you get and some of the things that people share with you, especially because not everybody's asking those questions to the right sources. Um, so what am I saying? Prepare. 
there is a, with your retirement account. Some people are still like, I'm not touching my retirement account. I'm not. But if you have credit cards and you have debt and you're only yielding, say, on average 5%, or maybe it's even gone down or stagnant, but yet you know you have 15, 25, 30% interest on credit cards, regardless of how much money you make, if you're paying hundreds of dollars extra in interest, that's still not wise. So if you need to make adjustments to your retirement accounts, I will look at doing that. Those are these again, these are just some strategies and tips that you can take for whatever it means to you. But these are food for thought things to consider as things are challenging during this time, because where your money is, you know, that's also going to show, OK, where you're putting your energy in your heart. So you want to think about that. We don't want to put our hope in the things that we have around us. The greatest things that we can have is our health, walking in wisdom and knowledge and understanding, having our families. And of course, salvation is beautiful and great, and that's better than anything um, because it encompasses so much. But I really want to emphasize and encourage you, know where your money's at. So anyway, back to retirement accounts. So even with your retirement, if you didn't want to pull money out of your retirement, and I'm not saying pull money out of your retirement, what I'm saying is whatever your decision is, you make that decision. But with things the way they're going, look at the markets that are strong during some of the worst economic times. Gold, precious metals, palladium, all those different things that are being used. You can have, there's IRAs out there where you can put your money that's pegged to the gold and silver or other precious metals. They're out there. You can go to Kitco. You can go to Monex. You can go to different companies out there. There's JB Bullion, and there's other companies that are out there. And I'm, these are none of my sponsors or anything like that. I'm just giving you some examples. There's many others out there. There's Panther Metals. There's some great companies. I've actually used all of them and tested them out and just kind of seen how their process works, customer service, uh, the quality of their precious metals and things of that nature. So, but you can go to those different platforms and look at how to move your money. But if you're leaving your money in a retirement account and then you can make some adjustments as far as the allocations, this is very important. Talk to your financial advisor, talk to your, your, um, if there's someone on your job who handles the benefits and, and can handle that well internally, or if you need to speak with someone else, there's great companies out there that can help you with coaching. I would definitely do that because the allocations whoever's having your retirement the allocations is what you want to look at to have the most secure because what you're trying to do is reduce your risk exposure as much as possible case in point with the war going on right now right there's a lot of companies that are reducing their risk exposure um, in some ways that are more public than others um, but with a lot of the big companies and banks that have had billions of dollars including even citigroup is one of them that was mentioned um, and others they've had tens of billions of dollars in exposure and with wars and you know all these different things and the political combativeness that can affect the company affects their stocks it affects obviously their revenues and so forth but you more concerned about you the consumer the individual that works so hard to build this country up that pays the taxes that goes into all these other things want to make sure you're preserving as much of your assets in your retirement accounts as possible, whether it's a 401k, 403b, whether it's CalPERS, CalSTRS, TSPs, it doesn't matter. This is the time, definitely, especially if you have hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars in there, you, regardless of what money you have in there, I encourage you to take a look, 
readjust your allocations up to 100%, however you have it allocated. But right now is the best way you can preserve it is what companies are tied to what countries, as well as what type of resources, whether it's precious metals, whether it's healthcare, whether it's technology, you need to see what's strong, what's growing, but also look at those portfolios with those companies. Um, you don't want to spend the more time doing that. You can still write it down as far as your concerns, where you're at in the retirement process, where you're at with your retirement accounts and how you're using those and getting help as soon as possible. It's your money. It's your right to ask those questions to make sure your assets are being well taken care of. Those portfolio managers, they make a ton of money with those companies to manage that money. They're going to get paid regardless on admin fees from your accounts whether it's the front end or back end, doesn't matter. Another thing, okay, let me switch. So also, if you have multiple subscriptions, I talked to people who have three and four subscription services, and a lot of them overlap, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, a lot of them do overlap. Um, look at cutting those out, especially if you had a higher tier plan. Look at cutting those out. Another thing, insurance reviews. Because I have to save you $25, $50 here and there. Insurance reviews. I'm always encouraging people to do insurance reviews. It's so important. If you're a renter, whether in a house or an apartment, doesn't matter. Even if someone tells you, and I've heard this multiple times, and I heard it recently, where someone was told, well, you don't really need to have that. And guess what? They follow that guidance, and they end up needing it. There was a fire. They were already in a tough situation during the pandemic, of course, and during these times. And they were out $7,000. They're in a hotel paying $2,000 a month because they didn't have renter's insurance that could have kept them up on a good policy with different insurance companies. Just by taking a moment, taking that time to, um, taking that time to, sorry, my computer, I'm sitting here doing a recording and I had to pause for a moment, so I apologize. But, renter's insurance, doing a review, making sure you have the right amount of coverage, but also that you even have coverage. You don't want to be underinsured. You don't want to be overinsured. Overinsured, you're paying too much money. You have things even on your policy that you don't need. They can be great, but you might not need those things on your policy. So that's important to consider as well. And then homeowner's insurance. There's people who have upgrades on their insurance policy many times. And then what ends up happening is, oh, here's my wife, Leah. Hi. Beautiful. Say hi. Hello. Yes. So I'm so grateful. Hmm. Okay. So anyway, um, I love my beautiful wife. <laughs> this year we're celebrating 19 years of marriage. And, and so I'm so grateful for that. And I thank God for that. So renter's insurance, homeowner's insurance, people get upgrades on their home, get their roof fixed. Even if you have to get repairs, that's still an upgrade. So if your roof was 30 years old and you just spent $25,000 getting a new roof, and new materials, shingles or something else, and you need to composite, you need to make sure that is added to your policy and that your policy is updated accordingly. Because that can add to the value of your home and, and what's important, it's not the market value. People look at, well, my home is worth $750,000 or 5 million. No, you gotta look at the rebuild value. They're not gonna give you the market, but they're gonna give you the rebuild value. That's what they're gonna use to determine based on the coverage you have on your homeowner's insurance to build your, rebuild your home if there was a fire or something made it major and catastrophic that's covered under your policy, as long as it's included. So that's why it's important to do an insurance review every year because nobody knows your policy like you. 
and your insurance agent, even if they're not sure about, they should be able to still work with you and have great customer service and look for the answer. Even if it takes them two or three days, they should be responsive. And that's another thing too. You want to make sure you're working with companies as you're, as you're making changes and preparing for tough times in this country here in the United States alone, you want to make sure you have great customer service and do the best you can. Cause when time comes and things get tougher and there's more claims, which we saw of EDD, unemployment office across the country, they were swamped and overwhelmed. They're still backed up by hundreds of thousands of accounts and people haven't gotten paid yet or their money back from when it was locked up in the bank accounts. So, um, so insurance reviews, I'd include auto insurance. If you have kids on auto insurance, I talked to some members, their kids are working, they're in their twenties and they're still carrying them. They want to help them, but they're also in a tough situation and having that extra hundred dollars or $75 off that policy and taking them off the phone, saving an extra hundred, $150 or $200 in some cases when I talk to these families, that's huge. What could you do with an extra hundred, 150, $200? So these are the things I want to encourage you about. These are the things that just trying to tell you to give you hope and to start thinking. And then your goals, what are your financial goals? You're going to have to shift some things at times. It doesn't mean you don't keep those goals just means be flexible and be ready to pivot. Just like in any business owner who's listening to me now, I'm sure you've had to pivot many times. Sam Walton had to pivot when he lost everything. He had to borrow grocery from somebody else. But what do we have today? Walmart all around the world, literally. And Walmart's even using blockchain now. The company out of China, it's a huge thing. So anyway, but none of that ever would have happened. The opportunities and the jobs created and the people that have benefited from those opportunities if Sam Walton would have given up, even including his children, obviously, which are all multi-billionaires. So all of that would have never happened if Sam Walton gave up and didn't have some kind of plan to get back at it. Just because we go through tough times or things hit us unexpected doesn't mean you've always done something wrong or you did anything wrong. And I want to say this too real quick, because sometimes people feel like, what do I do? Or maybe if I would have done this, I would have went back and got another degree. And there's a lot of people getting degrees and they have a lot of debt. It's amazing that our country has over approximately $1.8 trillion in debt. I know some of it's being chipped away and forgiven, but that's not for most people right now. Um, as we all expected, that was going to be a portion of student loans forgiven across the board in general. Um, that did not happen. So I tell people, keep looking out for that as well. There's some talks about that coming up again in the, in the White House between the House and the Senate with different representatives. They're advocating for that for so many people across the country. But until then, those aren't decisions that we just have a direct handle on and can and just make and turn the switch. So what can you do? So on that note with um, student loans, I know I'm kind of going through this real quick, but I'll be doing more uh, in-depth teaching on these things and sharing as we do more uh, um, of these uh, podcasts throughout the year. So, But just want to give you a summary as we're preparing for tough times and knowing where your money's at. And knowing where your money's at doesn't mean just what you have now, but it could be what you lose by not being prepared. Now, we're not going to be a billionaire or a millionaire necessarily. Some of you might be millionaires and billionaires listening. You might be thinking one way, earned your money one way. But I would say don't think inside the box, as I'm sure you didn't think inside the box would take you to get there, but thinking outside the box and thinking in ways that you didn't think before, even pondering, okay, what happens if I can't go to my bank account and get my money or it's limited because there's bank runs, which is expected. I'm hearing 
some talk of that. And it's happened in this country before more than once. So if Lehman Brothers was not too big to fail, what about each of us planning properly or not planning properly? Again, you work with what you have. I would even say having emergency kits. Even if you have emergency backpack kit, um, having a few other things and having some dry foods, maybe getting you a little oven stove. I'm just trying to encourage everyone to prepare to the best of your ability. Me and my family are preparing to the best of our ability. And we've had to shift and pivot. But even our economic system, our financial system, and, and I knew about this some time ago, um, as a lot of us have, it's shifting. And it's already started shifting. There's stuff on the blockchain of cryptocurrency, which is tied to the blockchain. The currency, the, the coins are, are all based on the um, blockchain, but the banks are already using it. Some banks have been using it, some big ones, with their high net customers for a while, high net worth customers. Some of these customers have already bought homes. I read about a guy the other year who, an engineer, he took over $650,000 worth of cryptocurrency and cashed it out. And it wasn't Bitcoin either. <laughs> and it wasn't Ether. But he took that, what he made that year, and he bought the home that he wanted. Nice, beautiful home. Um, so obviously, we're not all in that place. But what I'm telling you is to prepare. And so there's crypto companies out there. You've seen the different ones. Um, you've seen crypto.com. You've seen Coinbase. There's Binance. And Binance has a license contract with a company out of San Francisco and California. So it's not the main office in um, China. Um, there is, uh, you have Atomic Wallet. You have Kraken. You have um, so many others. There's uh, so many other companies out there as well. There's Trust Wallet. There's MetaMask. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity out there to start learning, to start researching. And I would encourage you, um, there's a guy I listen to, he's, he's great digital asset investor. Um, he doesn't give you fluff. He gives you straight to the point. Um, but I like listening to him, BitBoy, and there's so many other people out there, but you also got to navigate the voices. People say, okay, this is it. This is now we're going to be millionaires. That's not the focus. The focus is this. And that, that doesn't necessarily ring true either until something like that happens as my father used to tell me as a kid, only history can be ascertained. Like you would tell me, I don't know, man. When I would ask him certain questions and have deep in thought and these great conversations, we were walking on a sunny day on a military base. He'd say, I don't know, man. Only history can be ascertained. What does that mean? <laughs> so, well, we don't know unless until something happens. When that time comes or if it comes, we'll know what things look like. So what I'm saying is, Instead of worrying, fearing, or doing nothing at all, or, well, it doesn't matter anyway, it does matter. Your efforts do matter. Your efforts help build this country to where it is. Your efforts help build those so-called self-made billionaires and self-made millionaires. If you never bought their software, never bought a computer, never bought a phone, never invested in your own electrical business, whatever it might be, um, your own, your grocery store company, whatever it may have been. If you hadn't invested in their products, they wouldn't be who they are today. So your efforts do matter for you, for your family, for your friends, for your community. Okay. Um, and then just want to go through some more stuff real quick. So gas, being cognizant about your trips, where you go. Like I said, we're paying well over $5 a gallon of gas now. It's crazy. And we're talking about just for the regular unleaded gas and just how things are happening and how they've accelerated so fast. And with the volatility in this world and the market and globalization, 
this was my concern back in college when I was doing economics and finishing up my last economics class. This very thing that's been happening, the very thing that happened in 2008, I talked about these things. People think the housing prices only go up. Well, what happens, you, you look at places like Detroit, Motor City, beautiful places around the world. You can be in California here, Sacramento and other places. You see buildings that were once probably very beautiful and built up and filled with business and people coming, going, making money, families being taken care of. You go by today, it looks like a ghost town. Train stations, bus stations where I used to catch the bus when I was younger, um, when I was in California for a very short time as a little child before we left. Um, that bus station is no longer there. And I have some memories of traveling and being with my parents. And, and even when I came back to California, it was there. Now it's like a ghost town. Some people would never even know unless they were there. So there's so much happening right now, not to get off point in our world and our country, just being prepared because what you think is today may not be tomorrow. And what you think is gonna to be tomorrow may not be. So just being prepared to the best of your ability, having also resources and tools and things that would be most important to people if power went out. If you didn't have an electric car or there was an EMP that went off or some kind of major electric shock, different things, think about the type of vehicle you're driving, why you're driving that vehicle, what you can afford, not getting something new, fixing up what you do have, preserving your cash, having cash on you, and having it in different denominations of ones, fives, tens, twenties, fifties, hundreds, um, but having some money on you as well as some money in the account. You want to diversify your liquidity of your assets to be able to access them. If one thing doesn't work, can you go to the next one? Even if it's limited, you need $600, but you can only get $100. Okay, over here, you can get $500. So diversifying where you have your money, where you have assets and resources to be able to barter. Bartering is going to become more important and is happening more and more in today's world. Business owners barter all the time with people. You can trade gold instead of um, paying cash or something. Someone might say, well, this is all I have. I don't have a thousand dollars, but I do have this, this one ounce gold bar, or um, this is all I have, but I don't have anything else cash. Can I barter with you? Hey, I'll barter with someone who has that. And you can do it all day. So because when the time comes, food is going to be important. Dry food, seeds, seeds are important. So there's many things that are out there that we think one way, we need to start thinking another way. Things where we took for granted before, we need to not take them for granted. Things where we overate, overstocked, what do you really need? I see people get a lot of food and throw it away but you work too hard to throw tons of food away. So think about what your purchases are, what you're doing, why, why you're doing it. Even timing, you might need to adjust your time on things right now. Or if you plan on going somewhere and getting away on vacation for uh, people I've met before for a month or more, then is this a time you wanna go while you can and you can afford to? Or do you wanna stop and wait? So whatever it is, I'm just saying prepare, prepare, prepare. Insurance reviews, where your money is, where your retirement accounts are allocated, be cognizant of taxes. So when you're buying things, what do you really need right now versus what you want? Start writing those things down. So you can have two goals, two plans, but writing them down. Is this the time to buy a home or do we want to wait? I was listening to one guy 
I like listening to Economic Ninja. He says something great. And it's so true. I had a professor in college. <laughs> it was a challenge in her math class. But um, I think my questions sometimes were too much for her um, because it wasn't the easy button. But anyway, <laughs> um, I remember having a discussion. She shared some things and we didn't get deep in like business or anything. I could tell that wasn't her area, but she was good at math, supposedly. So anyway, she ended up saying, well, housing prices will never come down. They only go up. So I said, but what if something happens in the economy? What if things go bad and there's something happens? Okay. They'll never go down. Well, there's people buying properties for $15,000 in this country. People going and, and on the, the courthouses buying properties at reduced prices. But yet it's it was valued at $500,000. Now they're buying it at $250,000, $300,000. So don't tell me what can or can't be. That's when you think linear only one way. So when it's disconnected, you don't know what to do. So I think I like to think in more abstract or circular because you might need to go here. You might need to go there. So just what I'm saying is even timing on buying or investing in a particular business. This now where you didn't have leverage before, maybe now you have leverage. So these are some things to think about. I just kind of want to give this quick tidbit. I'll go deeper on more areas, including these areas later. But in the meantime, God bless you guys. Be encouraged. Until next time, unwind.